0: Log Talk Radio.
1: about bringing this show to you. Hi everyone. If you do not know where you're at at any given time, right now you are at, well it's because I never know, you are at the Bonnie Albers On Air Show and I am your hostess with the mostest Bonnie Albers. I'm so happy to see you all here today. We have a great, he's not a guest, he's part of our panel, but we've got a little something we're going to do different today. And I will tell you in a minute, but please
2: welcome to the house,
1: all the time, Grant Collier and Archangel Michael. Hi, Grant. Hi, Michael.
3: Hi, Connie. How you
1: doing? How, I'm doing great. But before we actually get into our conversation today, um, I just want to tell you about a song. Uh, you know, because you know how I play songs in the beginning of the show. And my husband... Yep played a song for me yesterday that made me cry and the reason is we are watching a show and I wanted to let everyone know if they're looking for something to watch and you too Grant and Michael on yeah. Netflix it's called The The Afterlife with I think it's he's a British guy named Gervaisi his last name is Gervais um, he yeah, wrote he The Office yeah, yeah 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 and and it, it isn't about – it is one of – it only has three seasons right now,
3: um, but it is
1: pretty – It is if you want to watch something that is so moving and really funny and apropos to what we all talk about, please turn it on. Um, if he's out there, Ricky, here's a big shout-out to you, buddy, because this was the show I was shocked you wrote. But the reason why I'm bringing this song to everyone, and I'd like everybody, if they could, to listen to it, it's called, and my husband plays it a lot, and I didn't realize how romantic he actually was, but it's called, I I Will Follow You Into the Dark by the Death Cab for Cuties. If I can get it on the show, I will, but, you know, I don't recommend a whole lot of things. This is a really cool song. Just be prepared and get a tissue. And then uh, if you're looking for something to watch, because a lot of people are right now, I would I would really recommend Ricky Gervais. How do you know Ricky Gervais? How did you know that was his name, Grant? Uh,
3: well, Ricky Gervais is a big name over here in England, obviously, he's a big comedian. But I've actually watched that series, so I've actually seen it myself. And it's all about you... a, a man who's a bit of an atheist, and he, he doesn't believe it. In life after death, and his wife dies of cancer. Bless him. And uh, it's it's a very emotional but very funny series. Um, but yes, it's it's all about his traumas of getting over his wife's passing, and uh, he works for like a local Preston newspaper. And uh, yeah, it's it's a really really good comedy. And believe it or not, my brother is a creative director, and he's actually worked with Ricky Gervais. Wow.
1: Maybe that's why I had to bring them up. But I have to ask you, since you have watched it and everyone's listening, we're going to get right into our convo in a second. But can I ask you a question? First of all, I try to look up Turnberry, but there was no such thing as Turnberry over there. Um, it actually looks like they did it in some kind of local uh, uh, town, because that's really what some of the outskirts of England, of, of the UK look like, or London. So I've, I've been there and I love it, those little towns. But what I was going to ask you at the end, okay, I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. So I, probably anybody watching it, I'm not going to go into this with uh, Grant because you'd want to watch it. It's a really cool series, and it's not that long. But for I didn't understand the end. I kind of did, but I didn't know what happened at the end. So everyone, I suggest you watch it, and let's have a discussion. So today, Grant and Michael... Um, everyone on, please stay on because we will be getting to you very shortly. But we're going inter- to. I'm going to interview you. People don't really know how you really achieved and who you are with Michael, and how Michael came to you. And I know I've only known you with Michael, so. I I did know you before you actually called him the Archangel Michael, if you remember correctly. I used to say, are you sure it's not the Archangel? And you'd say, he's Michael. And then something happened. So I don't know if you want to take it from there, since we've got a lot of callers on, but I would love you to start with how you got Michael, how you got Archangel Michael, which I'm assuming was the same, you just didn't know. How he showed his face and who you actually are.
3: Okay, well, obviously, I didn't. I didn't know about Michael in the early stages of of my life with um, spirit coming directly to me as a child. That was how I connected. Um, So the guiding figure wasn't really there, and it was only after my my grandmother's passing when I was 11 years old that my grandmother actually acted as my guided figure for the first sort of 10 years, 10, 15 years of my, my work. And it got to around the age of, of around about 25 when, when things started to change. And that's when I got to a stage where I felt for six months of my gift that I couldn't connect. And it was a really weird situation. It was almost like I wasn't able to connect. I wasn't getting any energy from spirit. It was was a very sort of uh, bleak moment in the energy of my work because I've been so used to spirit being there all my life. So I can remember, you know, this six-month period being very bleak for me where I'm so used to spirit being there and having that connection. And then then obviously my grandmother as the guided figure had disappeared as well and she wasn't coming forward either. And I can remember, weirdly, it was a Sunday morning um, and I was staying with my mum at the time. And I remember waking up on a Sunday morning, and then suddenly I had this voice in my ear saying, um, hello, I'm, I, I'm Michael. And I said, uh, and who are you? And I just thought that this may have been a spirit energy. My biggest shock was that I could hear them, because um, I wasn't clairaudient before. I was more, cla- more clairsentient and clairvoyant. So I could hear this voice talking to me, and he said to me, my name's Michael, and um, I'm your guide, and you're going to know more about me in time. And at that point, that was it. And I was like, okay. So I didn't really have much more connection at all over the, that next couple of days with Michael. And then more and more, um, as the weeks went on after, I was this voice kept coming to me. It was becoming louder and louder in my ear. And the really weird thing about it is, Bonnie, is that, I just knew that that connection felt right. Now, I can't explain it. It just felt like this energy has been here forever. And I asked these questions oh. to Michael. At the you know, Michael, have you always been here with me? And he said, Grant, I've always been with you. I've been with you from wow. the beginning of time. And I was like, okay, what does that mean, like the beginning of this life? And he said, no. I've lived with you in so many different dimensional energies of life. And so I was like, okay. So he said, we've lived many lives together. He said, and, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the form of me has come down and you've served me. And I was like, okay. So we, we've existed so many times in physical and non-physical existences. So basically I I'd realized, soon realized that Michael was a very, very important friend, colleague, energy. That's all I knew about him at the time. But that power of of passion, of connection between us was very, very strong. Like like nobody could ever come close to the energy of what I classed at the time as friendship to what Michael gave me. He was my best friend. And that's the person that I would always turn to. So he was somebody that was always there. And even through the times when I wasn't working, with my mediumship, he was there also for me on a personal level. When he would give me sort of guidance and, and 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 stuff coming forward, what was happening in my life and which was coming true. So, you know, he was a very big part of my journey spiritually as a teacher, and also within the energy as just a friend being there, supporting me along the way in certain situations of my life. So that's where he started off with uh, that connection, Bonnie. That's how it started. Wow.
1: Well, can I? you know, I love huh. that. I love to hear that. I, I think that's what you need. That's, I feel that's what you actually need. I'm, I'm jealous, and, you know, I keep trying to steal Michael, but he isn't going anywhere. But, but keep going because people have to hear this next part because this is amazing. But I do want to tell everybody because I see Grant, and, and if you want to see us, we are on Instagram, and we'll go more into that. But his eyes change. One eye is Michael, and the other eye is Grant. I noticed that with no one telling me of course because hey i might be psychic um and it is the most it's never stopped amazing me looking at him so go ahead grant and
3: michael okay so so through the years obviously michael's been with me now what i suppose nearly 26 years i suppose michael has grown as this friend and energy and you know a lot of transitions have happened through the energy of working with michael in development and, and evolving and, and, and where the gift has become so strong with Michael being the middleman, man. Um, you know, there was, there was a lot going on. Now, there, I can tell you a story. Back in around about 2016 or 2015, I had um, been working on psychic TV. And in psychic TV... Um, we had at-home psychics. I was in the studio, and we had at-home psychics working from home. One of them psychics was a was a, a lovely, fantastic medium called Sharon Neal from Ireland. And Sharon Neal was blind from birth. She, she had no sight at all. Wow. She, she didn't register colour or anything. And she had um, arranged to do a demonstration with me over here in the UK. And she flew over from Ireland and landed at... Uh, Luton Airport and basically when we were walking back to the car park in the airport she stopped me and she looked around at me and she I said what's the matter Sharon she said to me you think your guy is Archangel Michael and I went no I didn't think that I just and she didn't know this and she's I said I've always felt that he was powerful and he always wore gold and she said to me well you're absolutely right. He is your Archangel Michael. And I was like, wow. wow. Now, I took that with a pinch of salt at that time. And I went, okay, I'll go with what you said, but I would never really sort of digested it as such. I always knew that Michael was a powerful, uh, angelic being, that I knew he was a guided figure. And he, Michael never really exposed much about who he was. But Michael always used to say to me back in the, uh, in the early stages of, of, of working with him that I was this chosen one. And I said, okay. He said, do you remember even when Spirit told you you was a chosen one as a child? I went, yes. He said, well, that was me. And I went, okay. Wow. And wow. I said to him, well, why, why was I chosen, Michael? And he turned around and said to me, all in time, Grant, I will reveal And I went, okay. He said, you are more than just the medium. You are more than just the energy of doing this job. And in time, you will know your mission. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, And I left it at that. Didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what he was going on about. But I left it at that. And Michael is somebody who doesn't give everything all at once. He's somebody that gives it when it's the right time to give it. So back in... 20, I think it was 2021, 2022, during the COVID situation. Mm -hmm. um, I had my ex-partner living with me. And at that time, she wasn't feeling very well. It wasn't the COVID. It was to do with her stomach. She had suffered ulceritis colitis. And one day, she wasn't very well. And um, obviously, she wanted to go to hospital. And she was fine to drive. She drove herself up to the hospital. But I didn't go with her because I wasn't allowed in anyway. So it was pointless me going because of COVID. They wouldn't have let me in the hospital. So anyway, I stayed here. I said, "What I'm going to do while you're here, I'm going to do some meditation, go into meditation, and I'm going to send you some healing." And she said, "Okay." I said, well, "Phone me when you're, you know, when you're, when you're free if you want picking up, or you want me to come and drive you home. I'll, I'll do that." And she said, "Okay, that is fine." So anyway, I reclined my chair in exactly where I'm sitting right now. And I put some music on in the background, very sort of meditative music. And as I sat in my chair, reclined on my sofa, um, I started to go into meditation. I started to go into meditation. And suddenly I was pulled out of my body. I was pulled out of wow. my body. And I was wow. looking at myself in the chair bonnet. And all of a sudden, I felt this pour of energy where I was was almost feeling like I was being pulled upwards. And I got pulled upwards very quickly through a portal. And the next thing I know is that I'm flying in the sky. And I'm flying in the sky and I look beside me and there's this angel. But I know it's not Michael with me. But I know that I'm being guided and this angel is slightly in front of me and beckoning me to follow where they, they wanted me to go. As I flew through the sky, um, I could see these large, what looked like birds, or they looked like eagles in the sky in front of me. And I can remember as they come closer and closer to me that um, all of a sudden I started to feel like I was going to fly down downwards very fast, swoop down, and I landed on uh, a mound of grass, like this hillside. And um, I automatically went down on my knee, and bowed on my knee my wow. bowed, i didn't look up, and i heard this thud thud in front of me where two angels had landed down in front of me what i proceeded to do is look down i felt a bit of fear um but i also felt love love like i've never felt it before but i felt this fear and i know i knew in front of me who i had and i heard this voice very deep jovial voice go stand up. And I went, I can't stand up. He said, why? I said, I can't, you're Archangel Michael and I have to bow to you. He said, stand up. And I went, but I can't, you're Archangel Michael. He said, have you forgotten who you are? And I went, who am I? And what struck me what he said next was just mind-blowing, because I'd never heard of this angel ever. Um, He said to me, have you forgotten who you are? And I said, who am I? I'm Grant, as far as I know. He said, no. He said, you are Tyriel, my brother. And I was like, what? I'm who? I've never heard of Tyriel. He said, stand up. And I stood up, and I looked him square in the eyes, this beautiful, powerful angel with dark wings, a golden chest plate and this beautiful golden shield. And he said, Chiriel, come to me. And I went, what do you mean? And he grabbed hold of my shoulders, and he pulled me into him, and he gave me this amazing, beautiful, manly hug. Well, you're going to have to tell everyone... everyone. Pardon, sorry?
1: You're going to have to tell... I'm sorry, I, I, hate, I'm, I hate when I have to interrupt you because I'm so amazed at what you're saying, that I feel like people need to know right now who Tyriel is.
3: Okay, well, I'm about to explain who Tyriel is. And <laughs> anyway, so I'll continue the story and I'll tell you who Tyriel is and, and I'll tell you the whole story before I tell you who Tyrio is. Okay. He literally pushed me back And he drew from behind him a five-foot platinum sword. And he gave me this sword and said, you're going to need this. This is your sword. And I went, okay. And I looked around next to him, and there was this beautiful angel with very dark hair, long hair. And I said, Michael, who is that? He said to me, that is Metrotron. He said, that is my overseer. He says, Metrotron goes with me everywhere, brother. He said, you know this, but you've just forgotten. Anyway, he said, I've got to go. We're being called upon. And in an instant, they just went, and they were gone. I literally was in a daze. I'm looking at this grass-filled, like plain land with blue sky behind it. And all of a sudden, I feel this pull to turn around. And I turn around and I can see this light, low sunlight, sun, beaming across the, 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 the grassland. And I heard this voice coming from it. And this voice was just so beautiful and loving. And he said, he called me by my name. He said, Ra. And I knew, I knew who it was. I knew I was in the presence of the maker, the big almighty call it God, the universe, I knew that I was within something beautiful. He said, I am so sorry for what you've had to do and endure in this life. He said, but you made a choice, like Lucifer. He said, and I've cast you down to the higher dimensions of hell for a reason. You had a mission and you took it. He said, no different than Lucifer. He said, you have a mission. He said, and I cannot tell you what that mission is right now. He said, you will know in time. He said, but once you complete this mission, you will never, ever have to walk the earth plane ever again. And you can enjoy the rest of your life in heaven. And I went, okay. He said, but your time is not to be here now, and I need to send you back. And in a flash of a spark, that sunlight just disappeared. And literally, I turned round and I could see that angel that brought me beckoning me back. And as I beckoned him back and walked across the field to him, we took off in the sky. And then we flew in the sky, and I could see this like swirling clouds like a tornado side on. We flew into that dark cloud, and before I knew it, I was back in my seat. At that That point, when I come back,
4: back
3: back in my seat, I was so emotional, and I realised that my tears had been so strong that my t-shirt was soaking wet. I literally first thing I did was analyse what just happened. Then I instantly phoned my mum, and I said to mum. Mum, I've had the most weirdest, strangest uh, situation of vision. She said to me, Graal, that doesn't surprise me with who you are. And she said, I said to her, can I ask you something? She said, yes. She said, who is Archangel Tyriel? And she said, do you know what? That name rings a bell. She said, I've heard that name somewhere. So she Googled it. And she took quite a bit of Googling to find it. And she said, Tyriel is the Archangel of Justice. And basically, Tyriel, from what Michael talked about after conversations with Michael after, Tyriel was neither mortal or immortal. He was the hidden angel of the higher seraphims. He was part of the higher seraphims like Metatron, Seraphim, you know, um, and, and, and so on, and myself. He was higher than the arch- archangels himself. He sat on that energy. And they, they had six wings and four faces. And basically, wow. Chiriel was the hidden angel. He was never really what we class as a mortal angel at all. He was neither mortal or immortal. So he could walk through any dimension and be part of any dimension and open dimensions. So basically what that happened crazy. was is that the reason why I could connect with both dimensions very easily was because I am, I am walking two dimensions or multiple dimensions at once. So Michael explained to me that he was Archangel Michael. He said to me, I am Archangel Michael and you are my brother and I had to keep this away from everybody for so long because the time wasn't right and the time is nigh. And I said, what do you mean? He said to me, the reason why you were given a sword is because there's a fight about to happen. And I went, a fight? He said, yes. Us angels have fought many times in the heavens. He said, and the fight is about to begin again. And I went, what do you mean? He says, Father gave you a mission. He says, your mission was that you're the only angel that can open the portals to every other angel to bring them to this dimension. And I went, what? He said, and you're, because you are the archangel of balance, good and bad, you have to bring Lucifer to the earth. He said, Lucifer will be the only one that you he will trust. And I was like, okay. Because Lucifer, as we know, is a fallen angel. He was... Yeah. Morningstar, the first ball. And basically, no different to me, we had been casted down on different dimensions of hell for a job to be done. But he told me that Lucifer had to join the fight as well. So in that time, I have brought forward three angels. The three angels that I brought forward Through physical people, and I'm not going to go through the whole story because I'll be here for about another four hours. Um, Yeah, you got people I want
2: to talk to you.
3: I brought forward Uriel, Seraphim, and I brought through Lucifer. Now Lucifer is now on the Earth plane in in physicality. Now I can't explain to detail how that happened, but all I can say to you is that the person that came to me had died of an overdose and come back, and they were a drug addict, and he'd come back through her. So, and the only thing that I can tell you is, is that she started to write stuff that was scriptures for the Bible, symbolic, and telling me that she was the ninth key to the ninth go. All these symbolizations of things that she was bringing up also goes back to symbolisations of things and names that was also written in Egypt as well now that's a different story and we can go into the Horace and Seth thing another time but I think everybody knows about the Horace and Seth thing so it's all the same energy Horace, Seth Lucifer, Michael the story of the fight has been going on forever so anyway, coming back to where I'm at Michael is now here working with me as he always is and he is the Archangel Michael and I am Tyrielle, Archangel Tyrielle, I, Michael, of I, Archangel Tyrielle, Angel of Justice.
1: You know, Grant, it's so crazy because for everyone, and then we're going to get to the audience, but for everyone listening, Grant is one of the fairest people you could ever meet. Um, you know, had I not known what Tyrielle meant, meeting him in person, I you don't see the Grant that you would see in person. He's the most fairest, most generous, very caring. And what happens is that he gives all of himself to you, meaning if you're his friend, if you're his partner, if you're his, you know, family. And, and because of that reason, Grant, and I'm a counselor, sometimes disappointment comes with that because people aren't as good or aren't as pure thinking for that, you want to give everything that you can to help, and in this world, we don't have a lot of people that do it. You, I feel like we have a lot of people, but the kind of um, the kind of uh, friendship and the kind of love and the kind of um, person you are, you throw yourself right in, and that makes some people um, not being able to be worthy of what what you what you look at, even though you make no judgment on them. So it's really cool that I got to see that in person. And when you say you're the angel of justice, and you are, it always reminds me of Libra with the scales. Here, there, has to be even, otherwise you're unsettled, which is funny because you're not a Libra, but um, you're actually water. So that makes perfect sense because you have the two fish. The two fish go opposite ways and you really struggle with all kinds of um, things in life until it's even, which is exactly what the scales are. So for me, it makes sense, and I'm so happy I got to hear this. We are going to go to the if – it, if it's okay with you and Michael, we are going to start picking up some callers, if that's okay.
4: Absolutely.
1: Okay, there is one person that has texted me to please text them as soon as you get on, and I am going to – Call in now. Oh, oh, call in. Let me call in. Okay, so I am going to pick up the first caller, uh, and that is going to be number 203. 203, you have been waiting, and we are going to get to you right now. Besides that, I want to, before I actually ask you who you are, you are on right now, 203. I just want to tell everyone that, these shows are super cool. We have talk shows coming up. We have Halloween shows coming up. Oh, my gosh. And we've got some crazy stuff going on at the end of the month for Halloween or all Hallows' Eve. So, 203, who
5: are we speaking with? Hi, this is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How are you today? Good. Um, So, I – let me get that cat in here. Um, I – have uh, a question about, you know, what's coming up for me. But I also want to say that I had an experience with Michael the Archangel as well. And I've also had a near-death experience separately from that. So um, I know. So is, you're uh, an NDE girl, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So what yeah, does that do? Very I got to, I'm real. very, very, before we actually give you over to Michael and, and Grant, I'm sure Michael's listening, too, and Grant. Um, I am always fascinated. Did you feel when you had that M.D., did you then wake up to an awakening of spirit? Did you start being more psychic? Did you start thinking about it, or were you always that way? Because they say that there's studies done that when you do have an M.D. actually wakes you up.
5: No, I was 17 years old. I was already raised Catholic with good values and a spiritual mindset and heart. So I didn't notice any difference. I, was, I didn't actually mention it to anyone for 10 years because it's depressing when you come back, when you don't want to come back. It's, you know, your, yeah. your reaction is you're depressed. <laughs> you didn't want to come back. Um, you and- go for
1: this, Michael and Grant, because... Yeah, this is your baby. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Uh, Hi, Michelle. How are you?
5: Hey, good.
3: Good. Okay. Michelle, Michael's talking to me in my ear and he talks about where you were at that time during that near-death experience. And I think that where you were at that time there was lessons to be learned because there was stuff here about where you were with you on a personal level where family was and where that wasn't always great. Do you understand that?
5: I don't know. It's a long time ago and my it was just normal everyday teenage years. It didn't seem there yeah. was no event happening.
3: No. There was, there was no specific event. It was like where you were within yourself and struggling within the energy of normality within life does that make sense to you
5: yeah it was um hard getting through teenage years for sure
3: <laughs> i know and michael michael says that there was there was this this wake-up call within a situation of where you know the near-death experience happened bless your heart but i know that Michael talks about here that there's something very important of a, of a mission that you need to, to comply with in your life. And I know that within that energy, what Michael talked about here is where you had to help others around the energy of your own life and work. So do you understand where you've helped others with, other, with your own work and where you, you've dealt with that in your own personal life?
5: Well, yeah, a couple of things. I mean, one, one thing is that when I have a near-death experience and... Um, I was able to put my hands – I went to the library and I put my hands on these books and I absorbed this knowledge and everything was – Wow, And you don't think you were awakened? Well, I mean, and what's funny is that I went into physics after that. So in college, I gravitated towards physics and, you know, electromagnetism, these are all subjects of of physics. And so – so so, and um, maybe it had, um, and then on top of that, I have to tell you that I also, if I have had any psychic abilities, it's been through my hands. Just like I put my hands on the books and I absorb knowledge, I I still yeah. do that. I I have. Well, I well have you this... know, Grant, <laughs> so
1: cool. You are so cool. What do you think happened at your near death experience? I know you're not wanting to put that together, but, oh, my gosh, that is so clear to me. Right, Grant? I mean, that is so clear. Well,
3: exactly. She's absorbing the energy like a sponge, and that's exactly what, what, was, what was meant for her. You know, sometimes we yeah. don't understand the purpose of our, of our awakening. But, you know, sometimes yeah. we don't realize that we're giving out the message when we're giving the message to other people. We're not, we're not here working as a psychic sometimes, but we're here acknowledging what we feel around people or when we feel we touch situations you may be touching someone's hand psychometry wise or you may put your hand on their shoulder but you're, you're, what you're doing is you're actually giving over certain messages and not understanding what you're doing with, with that work so do you understand i that love You're that. very good so sort of tapping into the energy of people around you when you're around them michelle
5: yeah I mean I have a certain sensitivity to people and um and I have certain empathy towards them for sure, and I can see both sides of a problem so i I have helped people um you know resolve their problems with other people because yeah. that seems very easy to me to say, well, if you can understand their point of view, and a lot of times it just works with people, it just clicks and it's like you know they've had a exactly. thirty-year dispute with somebody, and boom, it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love it, girl. Well, okay. Well,
3: you know, Michelle, you're working in an energy of, of finding balance in a situation. Hence, the reason why you're talking to Thierry, El, which understands a little bit about balance. It's understanding and coordinating within a life coaching energy. So you're picking up what your feelings are around the energy of where they are within their self. And then what you're doing is you're making them understand where they are within situations. So I like 30 years of a relationship split. You know, you're, you're moving them forward within that energy. So there's a guidance energy there from you and an understanding of a higher, um, higher energy there that's being brought through you as a channel. And sometimes we don't realise it's the channel that comes through us. But they you know there's an understanding and a knowledge there we know something that we shouldn't know, but we, we just do it anyway. And I think this is what your purpose was meant to have been in life with, you know. Uh, you know, I'm not surprised that you went into physics and, and, and wanted to understand the energy of physics, because I think there was an understanding, greater knowledge of what lies beyond our eyes or where we see within you know certain things like quantum physics, and on on levels of that side. So, you know, Michael tells me here that there was a purpose for you in life, and that's why you were brought back, and that's why Michael came to you.
5: Oh well, so Michael came um, to in a, in, a, in a different in a different time when I was extremely extremely sick. I was stricken down, and over. Like yeah. just instantaneously, he just just put his wings around me, and all the pain left my body. It just all changed yeah. from that day. Was that around, you know, was that, that was, around
3: was around your twi- sorry, darling. Was that around your twenty seventh year?
5: Um, I was a little. I was about thirty two.
3: Okay, so. When he talks about your 27th year, he talks about knowledge of knowing where you were around your 27th year to the point of where you were up to that 32nd year, if that makes sense. So there's a five-year period of stuff that was going on in your life where he would have come forward around that time. Do you understand that?
5: Yeah, there was a lot going on, and I was very, very sick. I was increasingly sick, yeah.
3: So you understand at 27, there was the start of that journey where that sort of starts to come upon you and where Michael talks about him being with you over that five-year period, and that's why he came very close in that 30 seconds year. Does that make sense to you?
5: Um, it's It's hard to remember back specifics back at that time.
3: That's fine. That's fine. But I know that I know that when Michael talks about this, he says you've had quite a few different traumas in your life within situations. And actually, with the with the near-death experience and this other illness, there's actually three traumas that you've had leading through life up until this point of where you are now. So do you understand about the three traumas that you had?
5: Oh, at least, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so he talks about the three main traumas of your life where he's come very close to you. So he would have been there as well in them early years, around your 17th year. But it's almost like there's a pattern here every 10 years of a situation where he feels like it comes in. So if we go from 32 up to around 40, um, sorry, 42, would you? I don't know how old you are now, Michelle, but where 42 was there would have been another situation of change in your life. Does that make sense to you?
5: Well, about that time, yeah, I, I had adopted my daughter.
3: Okay. Wow. So it would have been another challenge, if that makes sense.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely the big phase.
3: Absolutely. So he's, he's talking about, as in life's lessons in different energies of different ways, how we deal with different emotions around certain things. But you are definitely metaphysical. You are definitely spiritual, without a doubt. I feel almost like I want to give you the the badge for life coaching skill and clairvoyancy, and that I feel for you that Michael's trying to give you this feeling about we're talking about where we are now, of a transition in your life, and where things are changing again, and where you've been realising and understanding where you are right now, within life and where you feel that life needs to make a dramatic change does that make sense to you
5: oh yeah definitely yeah cuz i'm i'm at the precipice but nothing's happening like at yeah. this moment so i'm just sitting here waiting for and trying to make change you know good change happen you know naturally
3: well uh, naturally, i love that Naturally the universe will bring that energy of change forward for you, Michael tells me. And you're in a, yes, you're in a bit of a waiting game, but you've been in this waiting game for around about 16 months now, so over just a year and a half. And I know that within that energy, you'll start to see the change coming forward as we hit the new year, Michael tells me. So when we get to around the energy of March, April time. There's going to be things that are opening up for you here, darling, where these changes will come forward to open new doors for you for new challenges. But energy of challenges in a good way. They're not negative ways. They're actually bringing opportunities your way, challenges coming forward, and new chance of new location and new energies of, uh, of contact. So it could well be that there's either a movement around the energy of life, as in work, job, He tells me here that will bring that energy forward and open them new connections to you to start a new phase of a new journey in your life, if that makes sense.
6: Well,
1: I love that. Yeah. I
3: love that. Well, that's that's going to happen.
1: Good.
4: (laughs) So don't don't be phased
3: by... Sorry, don't be phased by what happened around about six and a half years ago. And that could be on an emotional level. Does that make sense to you?
5: I'll have to think back, but okay, yeah.
3: Okay, it would be emotional level. So it means that either it's personal emotional level or a loss of love around you. Does that make sense?
5: Well, I'd, ha- I'd have to think back what, what was going on at that time. Yeah.
3: Okay. So it would be about, roughly around about 2018, if that makes sense, yeah.
5: Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that that started a, an injury phase, like one injury yeah. after another, and I was uh-huh. incapacitated. I I, I I had to have a life change. I couldn't walk. I broke my arm. I, you know, yeah. different things. <laughs> one thing after another.
3: Absolutely. So don't, he says he said to me the words, "Don't be phased by it. It was happening for a reason to make you stronger." Mm-hmm.
1: Don't you love that?
3: And, <laughs> and if I you can that. overcome them obstacles, you can overcome anything. Michael says.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well, honey, I've got to tell you. Unless you're going to ask a question, Grant, we've got so many people on, and I'm, I don't want to get yeah. to a few more. I know this is pretty emotional, and I don't want to stop Spirit. But can you? Did, did we add? I know you. I know you. I can feel you and we're not getting to the point. So is there something, well, actually Michael is, but is there something you want to leave us with and ask the next caller, honey?
5: Okay, so I'm making a big concerted effort to find somebody to date, which I haven't dated in a really long time, and I'm making a big big effort, and I'm starting to talk to some nice people. You know, um, it's a meeting thing. Yeah, so I'm wondering if, if very soon, I'll find the right one. I mean, there's like, you know, three in the mix at this point. Well, can I bring Can
1: I bring a card? I just pulled a card for you, and then, Grant, you can weigh in on this. I just pulled a card for yep. you when you were talking, because when I said, "woohoo," I pulled the card. And it says, it's the sweet pea, which I love. And it says, your wishes are coming true. What your heart has been longing for is getting closer each day. I mean, who could have said that better? Go ahead, take it over. Go for it. I am so excited for you. Go ahead. I think that was what, actually, I know it was what Grant was telling you um, when he said in all phases of your life. So go ahead, Grant, because you can reiterate that.
3: Okay. Well, basically, love is coming towards you, I've been told, and there's a lovely essence of a fire sign energy coming into your life. The lovely energy of the fire sign that I'm getting is an Aries man. I know Michael talks Ooh. about the energy name that I, that I I had to hear it a couple of times, and he said to me, Mario. The name Mario is going to be significant around the energy of this man, and I know that whoever he is, that he's got something linked within. Um, it may be South American, or it may be that sort of Spanish feel, but there is something there with the name Mario. And I feel like I want to say to you, you won't know about this until the end of November this year, where that first connection comes in. But it won't be that you're looking for it. It's weirdly strangely how it's going to come forward, because it's like it's through somebody else. So it might be that you, what you're, okay, Michael, Michael talks about how this will connect through another connection that you would have made either through what you thought through dating or through the energy. So it could be a friend of somebody that you already have connections with. But remember the name Mario. And I've got to say to you, yeah, Michael's laughing, saying, all we need is Luigi to turn up. We've got Mario and Luigi. Um, <laughs> and he, he's telling me here that, you know, there is links with uh, a South American link somewhere in bloodline energy with Mario. But I know when I get this, there's a very, very strong fire sign energy here. and Michael talks about him being the kindest Aries man and loving Aries man. Now look out for this man because he's got a beautiful energy. He's got beautiful, what looks to me like blue eyes, but very dark sort of look within hairline and, and, and maybe there's a tanning in his skin. But he's got the most beautiful energy in the world. But what I like about it is there is a Catholic link now there's something about religious energy and, I'm, and I feel that there's a cross being shown to me here. So he may have the same understanding of um, belief somewhere within the energy of where you've been in family and where he has been within family. So I do know that there sits in the great energy and I believe that this is a soulmate partner that comes in and somebody that gives you so much love and connection and, and likes to explore life and history. Oh, good.
5: Please. Good. And his well, honey, I'm going is to have to... Mario? You know, I, I
1: love that because you give names, Grant. That is phenomenal. I would... Um, because, you, you know, I don't know. Do you, do you get the first name, Grant, always? Or does it, is it have something you could hear that is a friend who introduces him as Mario? Or do you actually get that first name as Mario?
3: Michael right. talks about his first name being Mario.
1: Okay, perfect. Okay. So you could... And you can listen back to the show also, but I've got to move on because you've got people here that are jumping at the baby. So I hope you have yes, a great thank message. You. And please mm-hmm. call us and let us know, okay? And keep up the good work because love's coming your way.
5: Ooh, thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Thank Bye.
1: You, okay, so I have someone in chat that is written. They have an interview with someone, and they are actually next. So I'm going to pick her up, and her name is Belle. I think this is so, I'm hoping it is. 203, yes. is
7: this Bo? Hi. Yes, it's Pat. So hi. I'm forever
1: more portrait. I'm Pat. Hello. Pat, Thank you so Pat, much. Pat, Pat. Oh, my God. I know you have an interview about something, and I know you want a message for Michael. So you know you can always get it from me. I'm going to hand you right over to Grant then. Okay. Thank you. And Grant? Grant? Yes, hi,
4: Pat.
7: Hi, listen. I am so touched and taken by your story, and I really hope that you could do a whole show on this it's just it's fascinating it's touching my heart it's helping me to understand
4: oh,
7: I'm higher and ascend and giving me hope and I also wish for you that now in your life that you have just the best, most appreciative uh friendship and loves in your life as you
6: deserve it.
7: And I, I know it Oh, to I too. love that. I oh, really bless I Um
6: thank Bonnie you.
7: I'm being <laughs> thank you. I'm being interviewed uh to foster a dog. So they're taking a virtual tour of my apartment and gonna talk to me. Anyway, so that's today. Honey, um, I would love- honey,
1: there'll yeah. be no way that they can't give it to you. I mean, come on. You're about the most dog lover I know. And, you know, I just can't even think of anybody who would, <laughs> who would pass your test or their test much better than you. So even though they I should- feel like you're all excited, uh, you've got nothing to worry about. But go ahead. Did you want to ask something? They Get should give Because I love you and you know that. <laughs> yeah, they're going to give Thank you 16. You. I just hope you don't take them. So go ahead. So-
7: I I wanna foster really fast so I can do one after another, bam, bam, bam. Anyway, thank you, thank you, Bunny. I I'm so touched by this that I'd really like to ask Michael for a message. You know, kind of a higher message rather than sort of a mundane question, which I have many of
3: Okay. Well first of all. Never Pat, mundane I wanna answer the question about the, the uh the the interview or whatever it is with this dog because uh, that's something I was getting. Now I'm gonna ask you this. They may interview you twice now it's not because of where you are within the first one that they don't see something, but there may be two lots of interview with this, and it may be for the reasons being that um they're analyzing something to do with um other other animals around or something to do with right. that energy so just right. remember that but don't worry you you will get the the approval is what i'm being told, but there may oh, be I'm sure. two lots. Two lots of interview over that energy of what 's going on with it, so they 're just covering their back as much as you know you want them oh, yeah. to with the energy of fostering an animal so i 'm getting two energies right, so can I ask you, Pat, is your father in the spirit world? Yes he is because Michael tells me your dad's over here now with your father okay Michael talks to me because he sees them as you well know, but Michael talks to me here and tells me that Sometimes your father wasn't always easy to understand. Does that make sense to you?
7: I can tell you with no guilt when my parents died, I was so happy. No guilt okay. because I was faithful and took care of them till the day they died. I understand. I've forgiven, blah, blah, blah. But yes, yes, yes.
3: But do you understand he was very awkward as a father?
7: Horrible. Totally abandoned me.
3: I totally get it, but I know that your I know that your father comes forward, Pat, and apologises for the way that he was in life and the way that he could I... be, damn right stubborn, and also the feeling of, and I'm going to say this, neglecting the energy of a feeling of love. So it means Absolutely. that sometimes he didn't orchestrate himself in the way that he should have done. It. But there is signs of his energy here. from what he says, and I don't believe that he's making this up or covering himself, I believe that he's saying to me here, I knew knew, no different within the energy of how I was brought up or the way that he was orchestrated as a child from when he was younger from your grandparents. Do you understand?
7: I understand. I do.
3: But I know your father father does love you so much, Pat, and I know that he, he is sorry for the way that he was, And I feel that there's an energy here of a backup. He talks about how backup from mum's energy or where that energy sits, that she never covered your viewpoint over the energy of how he was. Does that make sense to you? She
7: never covered? I don't understand what
3: you're saying. She never backed you up in situations and where your father was very dominant over the control of her as well.
7: Absolutely, and, and Grant, my father singled me out. There were four girls, and I understand yeah. he had problems growing up, but he was able to have a relationship with them and not me. Just, just explaining. I'm, you know, I'm <coughs> in all this Well, and... I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to explain this to you, Pat, and this is going to sound a really strange thing, but maybe you'll understand it. I believe that your father had a massive issue with his own mother. And I believe that for you, in certain ways, and it's, it's subconscious levels of your father's energy, there's acknowledgement here that you reminded of him of his own mother. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense to you?
7: Yes. Yeah. You know, that's, I have to say that's so interesting because when therapists say, what, what do you think, what do you think? And I say, you know, the only thing I can come up with is when I would look at him and his anger at me, not even having a yeah. reason to be angry, just see it in his face, I saw an Amish man, and the only thing I could, could conclude was, he was somehow attracted to me, and was so moral, like an Amish man he had to shut it down, and shutting it down meant shutting me out, yep. but this is interesting about his mother, His he lost his father before he was born, his mother died when he was eight, his family got split up, yep. and he came out to the East Coast
3: So that's why the I, love for the mother's energy was there but there was this yeah. energy of not been able to connect with his mother. So within that energy, it's like feeling the frustrational energy of love, but not complying within how that love's orchestrated within his mind. So it comes over with the anger of the loss and the energy yeah. of the love that is compelled within the energy of a reminder, within the energy of how you look and how you come across and how he relates yeah. that energy subconscious to the energy of when he was only young that you reminded him of his mother
1: incredible that's exactly what i picked up too i feel like you might not have known but grant you're i mean you're always right but i felt like i heard really clearly he it, either she looked like his mom or and mannerisms like his mom even though he was only eight so yeah that's exactly what i got too. grant,
7: grant. No disrespect, but why am I getting this message? I really, I literally said I'd like something on high. This to me is just low stuff that honestly, I really, honestly, I don't want to hear anymore. Um, You know, this man crippled me. And I understand. This
3: is all Pat. I understand what you're saying, darling, but I just feel like. This is a healing process to get you through the process yeah. of that. Okay. Because what happens okay. is, this is the, I'm try, just going to try and explain what, why Michael brought him forward. Because it means we have to get you past the energy of something that has left you within. And it okay. means that it's left you within questioning your own self. And yeah. when, we, when we talk about it, this is part of the healing process to get you past that. You are not singled out. It wasn't a, a personal energy to you, is what Michael says. He means that for you, that it may have made you struggle in other areas of your life where you felt that you may have felt singled out in other areas of life, or you felt that you had to prove yourself. Does that make sense to you?
1: Well, it was, you know, as uh, I said... Go ahead, Bonnie. I, I, well, I just have to tell you this one thing, and then we've got to move on, but I've got yeah, to tell you this... Um, I have to tell you that I pulled a card while Grant was talking, and I couldn't figure out why because I always feel like you have a high vibration. But it says it's the pharynge or the Plumera, and it says raise your vibration. Your intu- intuitive feelings are accurate messages from the angels. Well, Grant's the angel, and the message is right. You have to raise your vibration in order you want a, a higher vibrational message from Michael. But he's telling mm-hmm. you you got to heal with this and you might not think so just because you don't think about it doesn't mean that it hasn't affected you and i know per go ahead
3: it takes not pat Pat, it takes nothing away from your lovely beautiful energy you've got beautiful energy that's right
1: you do it's
3: it's such a sad thing that you you know for you somewhere that you had to reveal this energy (laughs) and sorry that he brought you forward but it's part of the now, now
7: now I'm I'm I know I got to let you go but now I'm laughing because the eclipse punched me in the gut. It put a bunch of stuff on my lap to work with and okay now I'm laughing. I'm smitten with a guy that doesn't communicate. My father.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I have to t- <laughs> I I love that you brought up that eclipse. But I have to tell you this Pat, you're wonderful. You know how we love you anyway. So it hasn't anything about you, but and you know, eclipses bring out everything to be dealt with. So you do know that. Yep. What is really funny is, and I want to just, I want to just tell you what happened with Grant and I, and then we're going to move to the next caller. So three one zero, you're next. But I have to tell you, so I used to when my father in law used to come through, I used to say to Grant, send them back. Don't want to talk to them. <laughs> well, then I realized that they're not the same when they go up there. There's oh, a reason no. they're coming in. And, and and so now my my father-in-law came through again, and I'm like, okay, I want to hear. So when you can get yep. to that point, and, and, and oh, I- that's why I wanted to get, get, get through this with you, because you're, um, you think you're at that point, and I know you, you want to believe you're at that point, but Michael wouldn't have brought it up, except that you got to yes. look at it in a different light. Look at it yes. in a different light. I now love my father-in-law when I couldn't stand them, you know, before. And the reason is they're not the same energy, and they come down to affect you so that you grow. I know. So that's I, know. That's, that's, I won't say anything more about it, but I had to give you the same thing I went through. Thank so, you. you know, you would understand.
7: And I, You're I welcome. I, I respect 100% Michael's message, your message, and Grant's message. Even though I'm of you, I take it, you know, <laughs> I bow my head to you. Thank you. Love you. Oh, we, we love, love you, Pat. Pat. We, yeah. love you, love you. We, we love you, love you. Too,
3: be the first we time. love you too, Pat, and it wouldn't be the first time that these messages have come forward from loved ones that have not always been great. Unfortunately, it's all part of the healing process moving on because because Bonnie's right. They're they're a the different energy in the spirit world. They've let go of all the negativity in their life and they're looking back over and realize what they, they've caused within that devastation to you.
1: Yep. yep.
7: <laughs>
3: Got
1: it. You thank you so much. If you, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. I hope. I know I will because I love that you yep. always are with us. So thank you. Goodbye. Bye. God
4: bless you, oh, darling. Take and good
1: care. luck. And good luck with the doggy, doggy. Okay, three one zero, three one zero. You are on. You're on with the best. I mean, come on. I mean, I might tag along with Grant, but hey, what do you think? I'm not chopped liver, right? Hi.
8: Hi, this is Vince from New York. How are you?
1: Hey Vince, I'm so glad I'm hearing from you. How are you?
8: I'm doing okay. Um, I called in to you for last week and you didn't take any callers because that other person you talked to was so fascinating. But I'm glad I'm glad I'm getting on now. Um, so
1: Well Vince, I let have me tell a tell you what happened. Blog talk wouldn't let me pick anybody up. It was funny because I was the only one who got on. She was the only one that got on. No one else could yeah. get on. Um, if you look well, you know at chat, happened... please don't think it was you. I don't know. She's coming oh, no, back what... tomorrow, though. <laughs> yeah, we don't what... know. Well,
8: happened... you know. I was going to tell you what happened was with Block Talk last Thursday, the whole Block Talk went down. No one can call into the show. Then the shows couldn't even get on. It was really weird.
1: Yeah, that's, and you know what? I almost had that this morning, too. So whenever I don't wow. pick you up or whenever I don't acknowledge, because usually I'll see things in chat, they'll say, we can't get on, we can't get on. And people are texting me. It isn't because it just, and I knew if I got off and hung up, we would never get back on. So we had to switch the show to just her talking. So actually, Lisa will be oh, back okay. tomorrow. <laughs> but okay. you are anyway. here with the best. Go ahead, Ben. But
8: anyway, um, I want to ask, I, I have a, I have a a job offer coming starting on Monday. I have a job that I was supposed is, is to string uh lines and cables either above ground or underground. I'm not too thrilled about it because um with cold weather I don't I don't uh, work well in cold weather. I hate cold weather. But I'm taking it just for it to have something. I had a job interview on the phone to work in a warehouse this morning. Um, but it's going to be a couple of weeks before they make an offer. But yesterday um, I had a job interview over the phone, and that's the one I want. It's to work at a Mills Road dairy company in New Jersey. And I'm, and I'm, the guy seemed to be really impressed with me so, and all my experience and where I come from. So I'm just wondering if, if that's the job I'm going to get, if they're going to offer me.
1: I'm going to, yeah, go, go, you go, go ahead, Grant, because I'm trying to read what's in chat. Sometimes I'll I'll
3: weigh out. Okay. Okay. I I know that I'm getting a contract being signed, so I believe that this this job is going to come forward to you. I don't think you're going to hear anything until, I mean, what day are we on today, Tuesday? So I think you're going to hear back from something around Thursday of this week. I know that when I get this, uh, I know that I get a feeling of like, it's like warehouse, but would you understand like cold store energy? So like somewhere where something would be kept cool or there's a feeling like yeah. it, it would be a chilly place. Does that make sense?
8: Yeah, because this is a company that uh, makes milk and they, and they will ah. process milk, but they also, they also process juices and water as well.
3: Okay, so I'm seeing like a cold store. So I'm seeing you like wearing like um, a big... Big overcoat and gloves and things so I feel that you were going to these like cold stores and um, I feel that I'm looking around like I'm seeing like massive like um, like um, raiding and fences and things around the actual um, area of where you're working but I know that whatever it is you're definitely going to hear back from this Pretty much within the next few days, something that's going to go forward here within the energy of the, the interview. Now, did they did they mention to you they're going to call you back for another interview or another phone call? Vince.
8: Well, he said that uh, the next step would be if they want to move forward with me, would to bring me in in person for an interview.
3: Okay, that was that's what I'm getting. So I feel like second interview. On the Thursday, and something about you getting the contract and going forward. So I believe that yes, this is a positive move for you. Now I don't get you start on that day, so I get the feeling you won't start until around the 22nd of that of this month. So I don't know what day that falls on, but I know that I'm getting the 22nd of this month where I'm actually feeling like you actually start the journey. So we'll have to look at that on the diary. So um when's that? Is that Monday or is that Sunday? I can't remember. Um, um, well we see.
1: It might be it Monday because uh sure. because the twenty fourth I think is Wednesday. I or, or oh, okay. Tuesday, so it actually. Um I let me take a look yeah, for because I that way you'll have it exactly right. So it could be one second and I will look. Go ahead,
3: continue okay. talking and I'll let you I believe it's I believe it's the twin it's a summer, twenty second weird...
1: Right. It is.
3: That's weird. Yeah. So did they mention, well, either that you start on the 22nd, 23rd, but I'm getting the feeling like it will be the following week that you start. So did they give you any indication on the first interview that you would start pretty much immediately, Vinny?
8: Yeah, pretty much. They Because they did they, ask me if I were offered a job, how soon I can start. And I said yesterday.
3: Okay, I, well, I, feel, I feel very much that uh, this is something that's good. Now, it may only be – now, be prepared for this – it may be only a temporary fill within the energy of employment. I get the feeling that you may only work with this up until the end of February or March. Now, that may be because it's more your decision than theirs. So it means that there's something else coming forward after this job. So it's going to get you through the holiday periods and into the new year where it covers you. But I feel that whatever that decision will be made will be down to your decision and not theirs. So you're obviously going to do this for a few months and then you're going to transition into something else in the future. But I know that when I got this, there was something here more IT connected. So I don't know if you've had any office experience or IT connected in the past. Does that make sense to you?
8: Yeah, it kind of does. And actually, that's funny that you said that because I was going to ask you because there's two companies, well, three companies off the top of my head that I would like to try and get a job for, and I've been trying to get a job with them for a while. One is called Blue Blue Triton, and they make bottled water, and they're located all over the U.S. Another company is Ball Corporation where they make the cans for like the soda companies and the breweries. Yeah. And then – and then the third company is called Aderotic Beverages, and they make all kinds of different sodas and uh, a can and bottled water and everything. So one of those three companies I'd be interested in more in. Uh, well, it'd be one of the companies, companies
3: where you're designing situations to do with the product. So it means that what I'm getting might be the second one you mentioned, because it means that for me, what I'm getting with that, it means that it's more to do with the background energy of labeling and marketing and where that IT comes into the energy of where it comes into the work. So I feel that that's something that in the future will come forward to you, if that makes sense.
8: Okay. Sounds great. So I
2: love that this actually...
3: year... Yeah, sorry, go on, Bob. Okay. I love
1: that, Vince, because you're going to get work. And then, you know, usually, don't say, say this, Grant, and I love this, it when is. you have work, you get work. That's what's coming Yeah, in to isn't me.
4: That's so funny? It's... Yeah.
1: yeah, it is really weird. It's really weird, and I kept hearing that when when Grant was saying what he was saying about another job and it'll be your choice, which means that you'll be looking and looking, and then the minute you apply for something, like Grant said, it might be um, in a different. You'll you know you'll automatically get it. So I I, I love yeah. that you're going from work to work because employment is important and key right now, honey.
8: Yeah, it really is. And Ball Corporation, which is the second company, company mentioned, that make cans for all the companies, uh, the yeah. ones. Well, Um the, the location that I want to work in, because they have several locations, but the one that's closest to me um, is in Saratoga Springs, New York, and that's where the racetrack uh, is, and it's really so what, gorgeous out there. New York. I
3: knew you were going to say New York. Is that now? I'm not. I'm obviously over in the UK, Billy, really, and I'm getting the feeling like I'm in either upstate New York or near Long Island. Is that very near that area?
8: Long Island is a little further. It's a, it's a, actually it's the same distance as Saratoga Springs, but um, yep. it's just it's just a little more difficult to get to. Um, but it's okay. about the same distance.
3: Okay, well that's where I'm getting back. The other the other thing I want to give to you and I don't know why I'm giving you this name. So it's a name that may stick out within something to do with one of the connections you make through these businesses. But I'm getting the name and it's a it's a person's name, so remember this. The name Anthony or Anthony that I feel is very, very important to either a connection of a boss or somebody around one of them businesses. So hold on to that name.
8: Okay.
2: I love it.
3: Whoever he is, he's going to be somebody that I feel that is either a boss or something that takes you on within one of them that that business, and that'll be the one after this one.
8: Okay. I
1: love that. Brilliant. I did pull you, two Vincent. cards. I I did pull uh-huh. two cards for you, Vince. So we move to the next one. So the first one was funny because when you were talking about you were working, you know, you wanted something at work. I pulled the yellow rose and I love, of course, I love roses because to me, they're romantic, but they're not all romantic. They have romance and whatever they bring. But this is all about balance, your work, rest, and play. It's important for you to have fun along with fulfilling your responsibilities. That tells me you're going to be working. The next card I pulled for you was communicate, communicate with your angels. It's the bird of paradise. And you did communicate with an angel which was on the show today which of angel michael. So I knew that this was a message that you were going that was absolutely going to happen for you. And it says you have the ability to connect with your beings of love who surround you, communicate with your angels and deliver the healing messages to others, which you do have a healing voice. So this tells me because I'm reading it as your you know, as you doing your your um, asking right now, so you communicated with an angel, and it's all about work. So I love this for you, and you need to call us. Of course, then when you work, you won't be able to hear, but you can actually call back and listen. So well, it I hope yet. you. That's true. Well, I have to tell everybody because there's a lot of people on the, on listening right now. Grant, we are also on Instagram instagram we're usually on there two o'clock eastern time to about four and in the uk it's what time is it grant
3: it's seven, 7 p.m, 7 p.m. UK, so.
1: okay so you can all see us and then the shows are so it's it's a live show you can actually come on board we can see you you can see us it's a fun show and we you'll get to see archangel michael one eyes grant one eyes michael it's totally amazing and then we get to see you so please everyone it's it's at least three or four days a week if you follow us you should be getting um, the message on um, instagram follow bonnie albers on air grant collier the shows are together sometimes grant's on because i can't make it and the thing is that he does a brilliant show anyway we're all we're together most of the time but come over and see us in person anyway vince i got to pick up someone else you need to call and okay. let us know Thank how you. it goes, okay?
8: I definitely will. Thank you very much.
3: Take care, You're welcome. Take care, yeah. All
8: right.
1: Oh, I just, you know, I haven't heard from him, and the last time I heard from him, he couldn't get on. So I'm so happy that Vince got on. And, you know, I adore you. And New York, oh, my God, who didn't like, who didn't love New York. So 111, you are on with the angel. Hi. And that's me, by the way. No, I'm kidding.
6: <laughs> Hello. Hi.
2: Hi, my name is Alyssa, and I, I have about two months trying to get in to my <laughs> to the show. So, <laughs> thank you. I'm so my happy
1: call. you're here. <laughs> happy, you know, we, it's a random thing because what they do is they put it on my queue, and so sometimes oh. I'll mix it up, but usually I'll go down. If I've got a lot of callers, they they throw people off. They come back in and they're not in the same order. So I think that's happened to you, or I feel like it has. But you're on now, so go for it, honey. <laughs>
2: Yeah, thank you, ma'am. It's a pleasure talking to you. Hi, sir. Uh, I'm really I'm Michael, and will you please ask the beautiful Archangel, and congratulations, Mr. Grant Um Will you please ask the Archangel Michael that, because uh, I'm in the human earth plane, where intuition from the divine is, uh, you know, you don't have your same as you were up in heaven. I'm in earth. So will you please ask him that if I... Oh, this is the first time in my, that I've been here in this, in this airplane that I found a wonderful person and because of a miscommunication of spirituality, but I, think I, I, I don't think I'm wrong. It could be that, but I just want to know if, if I have already broke, has he already forgiven? There will, be, will there be still a friendship continuation? Oh, and so, when, when would I hear from him?
1: grant i'm not okay. quite understanding if you are but go ahead
3: I, I believe she's talking about where um there's been a connection breakdown in a situation do you understand uh, sorry what's your name darling sorry i didn't catch your name i melissa. melissa melissa hi Love Melissa. That. yes sir okay okay I'm getting a feeling of breakdown of connection. Do you understand that there was a situation that broke down as a connection in a relationship? And we're looking at this over the last sort of year and a half. Does that make sense to you?
2: Okay. Yes, it does. It it has been six
3: months. Okay. So I know that when I'm getting this breakdown of energy, I feel that if I go beyond the six months, there was another breakdown in the energy before that, about a year or so before. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Yes. Okay, so it means that for you, you, you're having a bit of a hard time with love, but I feel that there's a lot to do with where you are with inside yourself in this situation. And Michael talks about the energy of love for ourselves. Love for ourselves can put a guide up in front of us. So when we feel guarded, we can also push energy back, if that makes sense. So have you felt a bit guarded from the previous relationship and not the one that's been gone in the last six months? Does that make sense to you?
2: Oh, I never, I never been in a relationship. Um, uh th- this one, this one is diff. This one is, I yes, sure Okay,
3: that. right. So there's something guarded from your past or something where love's concerned. Do you find that you don't feel um, when you look into your own self and your own energy? Do you not see the love for yourself sometimes? Does that make sense to you?
4: True. Yes,
3: sir. Okay. Right. I want to feel like I want to generate that love back to yourself. I feel like Michael's telling me about making sure that you're confident within your own energy, that will bring this energy forward again that's been difficult over the last six months. What I know is that there's a situation here, and I'm going to say the word that Michael gives me here. <clears throat> he says the word desperality. Desperality can be shown through the energy of lack of confidence within ourselves. So we yeah. can try to reach yeah. out push very, very much within the energy of what we want to be received in love. But sometimes we can overcook it. What I mean by that, Michael talks about overcooking it. It means an eagerness to want to feel that we are accepted, an eagerness to feel that we are needed. And there's a sense of feeling within that. There's a sense of energy that's coming from the opposite person, the the, the guy, that gives me the feeling that there's a sense of feeling of, of nervousness within how much you want from him all in one go. So that may have caused the energy of the disruption, of the the energy of his pullback. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay, so what I need to do, I need you to change in your mind the concept of where you feel within yourself, and I feel like within that energy, that will bring the return back. Because it means that within that, you're softening the energy of where you're putting the energy out to him. And you're allowing him to comfortably come back in where he feels more safer, that he can take this on an approach differently to where it's been, where there's that feeling of wanting, of need and pull from you. So Michael talks about finding a balance. He talks about bringing balance back to the situation. He says, if you pull your energy back, he will then come towards you. If you push that energy any quicker, then you're going to push him back even more. But the reason being for that is that he's been in the same area of a situation before in his life. Now, how much you know of that, you may not know of that. But I do know that there's a sense of feeling of need within you, of appreciation. You are appreciated, but you, you must not, and Michael says, you must not push this energy because you're pushing too far back and pushing away. Do you understand that? Yes. Good. I'm glad that you understood it and I'm glad that you can accept it. But I do know that I want to say to you, believe in yourself, Melissa. Believe, because by not believing, you're literally, the universe is putting an obstacle in the way of this as a learning lesson. It's saying you need to accept that you're, you know, you are a lovely person. You are this beautiful soul. You are this energy of somebody who can accept you into their life. But you don't feel that sometimes. Does that make sense? Yes, sir then start believing it, and that will draw his energy in a lot quicker for you than where you've been stagnated over the last two to three weeks. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So he's gone quiet in the last few weeks. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay, so if you draw back your energy and don't push him anymore, because you've been trying to communicate with him, haven't you? (laughs) And he's he's receiving it. He's receiving it, but he's not answering. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. Well, if you step back now, and I mean step back, do not put any energy to him right now. Let the universe play this out. Let him, let him come back in off his own energy, and you'll hear from him within 14 to 15 days, okay? Okay. Uh, I, Michael, Michael, just uh,
2: concentrate more on love, right? More on love?
3: Love for yourself. Got it. Love for you. Um, Remembering who you are and not, not um, feeling negative about who you are or how you feel about yourself will bring that energy back in for you, okay? That's so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, bless,
2: bless you. To oh, thank you. Thank no, you. No,
1: I love what you said, Grant. You know, I'm a counselor. I'm a, a relationship counselor. And the worst thing people feel, especially if they feel you're pulling at them and throwing, you know, you are you really want something. You know, it's that same thing we talked about yesterday. Watch pot, pot never boils. So, honey, yeah. draw, like he said, draw the love into yourself. You're beautiful. Even, it's going to take you a while to realize that, that what you have to offer is wonderful. You don't want to be, seem like, what you have to offer, um, you want somebody to just grab and take. You want them to come out and get it, like, like when they pick flowers, a delicate flower. You don't want to shove a bouquet in their face. They'll just look at it and go, what? You want them to come pick it and then hand it to you. So with that, and it's just an al- analogy they're showing me right now, is smile, be happy, say, you know what, if this isn't it, then the universe will give me something better. Like Grant said, if you pull back your energy, you will see his come forward. But you've got to center on how good you are and what you have to offer on the table rather than constantly wanting people to take it. You want to nurture that that you have. And the person that comes forward for it and you smile will
2: understand what they're getting. Okay? You're
1: a wonderful soul.
2: Does that make sense to you? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, Grant. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
3: Good luck with it. Good luck with it. I know it's not easy, but sometimes we have to do the right thing for us, okay?
1: i have eight, i'm going quickly and not quickly with messages but i i am if if i seem short and clipped it's because i'm trying to read and do things. you know me grant i'm eight tracks i can get ahead of you but the problem is that well, <laughs> i can't do three things at once on the show which is read talk and, and 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 do this so if i sound clipped it's only because i'm trying to do more than one thing at you know at the same time and i'm trying to get everybody on no. um, here and
3: you, you just do, and we, you're doing you're doing a great job Bonnie.
1: You just do you, right? That's what you want to say to me. I know it.
2: You just do you,
1: girlfriend. Okay. And this is, I'm going to pick up 850-850. It is your turn.
0: Hi. Hi. I am so glad that y'all took my call. (laughs) We are so glad that
1: we did too. Who are we speaking with?
0: My name is Darlene, and um, I'm calling from Florida and I had a question I've had some um health issues. I've had rheumatoid arthritis, but then I found out I couldn't figure out why I was having hives and they have ran every test in the world, and they finally found it after three months. They ran one more test and come to find out I'm allergic to red meat from a tick bite from the lone star tick is what they told me so i had see, to see you know an what oncology. I. Just thought-
1: I just saw a show on that. So I know, I'm not, I know I'm butting in here, but I just saw a show on that. It's to me amazing because I thought, how do you come up with that? But
0: actually a doctor
1: found that. So I just saw that show, Darlene.
0: Yes, it's it's real rare. I've never even heard of it. And I always thought it'd be like an hour after I eat like a prime rib steak or something, and I would start swelling up and hurting in my joints. So well, I thought it was my rheumatoid, you know. <laughs> And, um, no, but they don't know. They don't know if it's a mild allergy or, uh, or if it's a real bad allergy. Of course, I've had hives for three months, but I'm hoping I'm, I can still eat, you know, milk and butter and cheese and all that. I've only noticed it eating the red meat. Not, not. I haven't noticed it with pork, but I'm curious. I still have to go see an allergy specialist. What does he see on this? How do I get rid of it? (laughs) You know, there's got to be a way to get rid of it.
1: I'm going to hand you over to Grant, because I'm medical. It will start with the medical side, and and then I will give you a 3D lecture because I'm a nurse and what I know and what I saw, and you've probably seen the show and read it. So I'm going to hand you over to uh, Grant because
0: I'm hoping that I can learn from him. So go ahead, Grant. Unless well I am to maybe it. I'm hoping maybe it's a mild allergy, not a real bad allergy, um, so I'm wondering what he sees and any advice or anything
3: okay well there, there is, there's two sides of this' good news and bad news, what Michael tells me. unfortunately,, yeah. it's a bit like the wash thing. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but the wash stings, poison stays in the body. So it can cause the energy of amoflatic shock after getting stung so many times with a beam. So what he means by yeah. this, unfortunately, yeah. that there is a situation of something staying in the system. And it means that within that, we have to adjust accordingly to the energy of what's being, hit, what's being, being taken in. So it, it may be that there is a need to change dietary situations of white meats and, and, and fish, if that makes sense. So is there a, is there a natural cure to the energy of, of helping this situation of the allergy? Not necessarily. It means that when something has been put in and it can affect the body, it could affect the body as, as, as for life. But there is a situation here where it does lessen. What I mean by that, and what Michael's trying to give me the feeling of, honey, is a way that, in time, this will gradually, gradually uh, depreciate to an energy where you'll find that, in time, red meat will be able to be eaten and it won't cause so much effect. But it does give me the feeling that you'll probably have to change your dietary to chicken, um, pork, and stuff like fish and that. Michael talks about the feeling is that You know, it's a bit like a poisoning in certain sense to the bloodstream. So it means that it can stay the toxins can or the poisoning can stay in that body for quite a long period of time. Now I'm going to ask you this question, honey. Do you also find that sometimes, even though you're getting the arthritis and the flare up, does it cause a certain amount of brain fog as well?
0: Is it a part of what? Does it give you you brain 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 fog? fog? Uh, you know, maybe so. Uh, Sometimes I feel like um, it takes me a minute to remember something.
3: Yeah. So it's a bit like like a reaction like a fibromyalgia, which means that we get flares up in the body, arthritic pain, and energy of fatigue, fatigue and brain fog. So have you suffered tiredness as well with it? Have I what? Have you suffered tiredness?
0: tiredness also? Have I suffered hives? Have you, have
1: you suffered tiredness? Do you feel tired also?
0: Yes, I feel tired all the time. Very. I used to be very highly energetic naturally. And my, my energy level has just dropped to, to nothing.
3: Okay. So I know that within this, this is why it's, it's important that we stay away from the red meats. Because I know that within that energy, the body's got yep. to repair itself. There is no real, real factor of of cure other than time and self-healing within that energy. Now, I don't know why I'm being given this, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. But I feel things like tea, peppermint tea, or anything like uh, green tea will also detoxify any toxins that's been taken in during or after the energy of intake of red meat. So it means that it's clearing out the toxins within the energy of what's going on through the, the di, uh, digestional system. So that may help. It will only help it won't cure. So Michael's telling me here there's things to, to basically flush through the energy of anything that's been left in the liver, as in bile or energy, that will flush that through. So if, if you have red meat, and you think, oh my God, this is causing me this energy, then it will detoxify the energy that is left in the gut or through the intestine or through the liver. So, you know, if you do have flare-ups, then maybe try some green tea, if you can get hold of it, or some peppermint tea. So they're two things that will help to subside the energy, what Michael tells me here of um, the feeling that it causes after eating or having uh, the red meat. I hope that helps you.
0: Yes. Um, Let me ask you something. Do you think it's going to be a mild uh, allergy? Will I be able to eat pork and butter and milk, or just the red meats are bad?
3: I believe more the red meats are bad. Um, Yeah. You'll be fine. I I, I really want to focus you more on chicken and fish. Uh, more than any, uh, even deter yourself a little bit from the pork as well. So anything like poultry, like chickens or fish, will help you more. Okay, what yeah. about ostrich? It's yeah, a yeah.
0: bird and it's supposed to be alpha-gal friendly.
3: Well, ostrich will be fine, but it's still, yeah. still to me um, will, will be part of poultry. So I believe that any type of bird will also help and it'll be fine. Yes. Awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to stop right now, but I wanted to just um say to you that it's really the red meat, like Grant said. You could look that up. It's it's actually the red meat and I would absolutely stay away from all the things he told you to and focus more on the uh, birds and the um and the uh, fish. I do you can you can look up articles. This is the three D me talking you know, and the nurse. But you can look up, it's pretty unbelievable how they came up with this whole thing. And yes, for I read time, it and I
0: was like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, people have suffered and they have suffered and not known what it was for a long time. And this doctor found out that it's from this tick. And I love that it's called the Lone Star Tick because Texas is all about meat and beef. So I think that's probably why they did it or they found it there. But I'm going to got to move to the next caller. But I hope that we answered and I'd love you to call back and um, you know, I I want to tell you that I keep hearing you can't be half pregnant, so it can't be mild or or heavy. Um, it can be, but they're telling me it's they're 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 telling me you've got to stay away from the red meat because it's going to be like you're you're you can't be half pregnant is what they're saying. <laughs> I don't know. So um, yeah. So whatever well, that means to you, honey. I'm
3: going to well, say something <laughs> When okay. she first come on, I honestly thought that she was going to say she was from the Lone Star State. I obviously thought she was from Texas. And then when she said Florida, I was like, okay, why did I get Texas? So maybe that's what it was. It was to do with the tick.
0: <laughs> that's too funny. And it's really weird, though, because um, how long do you think I've had this, if you don't mind me asking that?
3: Well, if I, if I go back here, you've had it for about eight years, believe it or not. About a year? Eight, eight years. Eight years.
0: Oh, eight years. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I got bit by a tick in Florida, but um, I thought, well, this tick is more up north. The Lone Star to swear I've had problems with eating meat and even deer meat within a couple hours for a couple of years now, it seems like. You know, so, dang. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think it
3: it's taken a while to get into your system. That's what's what I'm being told.
0: What did he say?
1: He said that he thinks he, that you, he, it's been a while in your system. It took a while to get into your system. That's what he's being told.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Y'all guys are awesome. God bless you, and I <laughs> appreciate you. you taking my call. Oh, bless you're
1: your so heart. welcome, please honey. Please Always Thank come you back, so much. Okay? You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, Grant, I think before I pick anybody else up, and and you're very welcome, honey, um, before I pick anybody else up, we need to tell everybody we do this for a living. So Grant, if you would like a private reading with Grant, and this is the best time to have it. I mean, think about it. It's got you're getting into a new year, you're going into Halloween, you're going into the holidays, lots of family ish and, and things that you might want to know for the new year coming up. This is a perfect, perfect opportunity to um to get a uh, private reading. Uh, Grant and I both do this for a living. Grant, could you please tell everybody how and where they can find you, babe?
3: Yeah, you can find me by just Googling my name, Grant Collier, C-O-L-Y-E-R. And you go to www.grant-collier.co.uk. You can find me on the normal outlets of Instagram, where we go live, Bonnie, and Facebook as well, and TikTok as well. I'm on TikTok now as well.
1: Yes, yeah, so please get a hold of us. You can always grab me at B. Albers, my last name, you know, the show's named after me, at 714 at b Albers, 714 at AOL.com. Um, for both of us, if you're going to do, I would feel like if you're going to email me, put in show on the subject bar because I get a lot of emails and I want to be able to get to you. Also, if you just want to write and say either how much you love the show, what you'd like to hear, I'm always available for input. So I'm going to pick up the next caller. 415, you are on with us. And we are super cool, I think. I mean, you tell us. Hi.
6: Hi! Yeah, you're you're so cool because that's why I'm attracted to you because I'm cool as well. <laughs>
1: ah, I love it. We're all cool here. Who can I who are we talking to?
6: Uh, this is Catherine in
1: Colorado. Catherine in Colorado. You are not only cool, but your weather is cool, isn't it?
6: Well, we it's a weird um, hot week. So today will be 80 degrees.
5: Oh, you're you're wow. you're warmer than Florida. I'm in the
1: sixties yeah. or seventies. I think it didn't even get. That is really crazy. I have a, I have my my daughter has a brother-in-law that lives in Denver, and um and oh my goodness, they are the I, I just they, I would love to get out to see them and and I hear that Colorado is one of the nicest, sweetest, most wonderful states you could be in. So I'm glad you called. You are cool.
6: Yeah, Yeah. so I, um, the last two years have been a lot of big changes and transitions, and um, so I'm just asking about, um, I'm, I'm feeling a new change coming around in the end of the year and this year, so anything about, to more of a permanent change, I've been pretty um, mobile the last couple of years.
3: you me go, Bonnie?
1: Sorry. Yeah, yes, but before you do, I want to say that Blog Talk just posted something. It's a live show, and it says they have closed the chat room. I, I don't know why. So, Jade, I do see you. I just can't answer you. But thank you, thank you, Jade. Hi, hi, hi. I have no clue why they, they did that, but they're having problems with Blog Talk. So saying that, Grant, and if you heard the question, please go ahead unless you want me to pull a card. It's up to you.
3: Yeah, no, no, I was just about to say, yeah, I was picking up as she was talking before she talked about transitions and things. I'm actually feeling a lot more settlement around you. Michael talks about the energy of movement. It means movement within a physical movement. So it does mean to say to me change of location or change of property. So would you understand where you feel that you you, you know that there's something about the energy of looking for a new establishment or home to, to rest your energy in? Does that make sense to you?
6: Yeah, exactly. I have been kind of testing the waters. So part of me moving around so much the last year is finding yeah. that spot.
3: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing a, a property and a dwelling that's on the one level, which a lot of properties are in, in, in America. But I know that I'm seeing a, a feeling of a lot. I'm getting quiet energy. So it's very reserved energy Yeah. or energy that's very out open in, in, in like a, a farmland energy or very open field. to feel. But it does feel to me very sort of lonesome or energy of quietness and stillness. What I like about nice. it, I don't know where you are in, in, in Colorado because I don't, I'm from the UK, but is there a lot of like flat land around Colorado? And can you see sort of certain amounts of like hill or mountain in the background? That's
6: where I am right now, but I'm just um, house sitting right now.
3: Okay, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing like mountains in the background in the distance, but I feel that I'm not far away from that point. I feel almost like that there's a, um, the word irregular comes in. Why are you giving me that word, Michael? Michael talks about irregular patterns of of life or change or movement. So would you understand where like you had to move away, move back, move away, move back to certain locations? Does that make sense to you or certain properties?
6: Yeah, it is kind of weird, but there are so many um, mining towns. I must have had a lot of lives as a miner, I think, because I keep ending up in these yeah. small mining towns.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> very yeah, God, and, I'm a and I end up in castles, and you end up in the mining town. I still have that. That <laughs> sounds cool.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I, I, I've got to say to you, darling, that I feel very much that as we get into February believe it or not, February next year is a a time of settlement for you. Um, Uh I don't feel complete settlement. I feel that there will be another movement again, but you may be more settled there for a few years than where you are um, from, I don't know why I'm even getting that name. I don't even know where that is. Okay, Michael. Um, Can I ask you, did you have any connections to Manitoba?
6: You said Manitoba? Yeah. Yes wow i know um i have not been there i wanted to go up there during covid and the borders were closed you know for so long but yeah yeah wow i was was living near the border but i couldn't get there
3: okay i'm getting something about manitoba i've never even heard the place so i'm just hearing that word in my ear um, and I'm being told that you'll have connections in the future with Manitoba, and that's where you'll settle.
6: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know about the winter time, but yeah, I'll live there half time. Okay. Oh my I'm
3: going to be truthful with you. I live in England. I'm living in the southeast coast of the United Kingdom. I've never even heard yeah. of Manitoba. That's just oh, been yeah. said in my yeah. ear. So I, so I know that there's something linked with Manitoba and something to do with you, in time, settling, and that will be your settlement. Now, I know what you just said about, well, I wouldn't live up there full time, but there's something about me saying to you there'll be a connection there and something about a settlement within that energy there. Um, I don't know why I'm seeing this, but I'm seeing like a, what looks to me like a dog next to you or there's a, like a black and white dog. It looks to me a bit like a, a, a shepherd dog or a, or a collie dog. Um, have yeah. you ever owned one?
6: Um, not that tight, but they're the smartest dogs around, so I do like them.
3: I don't know if that's one in the future, but I feel like I want to put that collie dog around you somewhere and I know that it'll have one eye that's like albino or one eye slightly coloured different than the other one, but I feel like whatever it is... Yeah, go on.
6: Yeah, people have told me that. You're not the first to tell me that. Like other kind of pet... I work with dogs, so... Other oh, kind coat. of pet communicators have said that you're going to get a dog with one blue eye and one brown eye. That's my, and my so, oh my neck. gosh. Oh my gosh.
3: And I see that you're going to be sitting in this, like, that looks to me like a, it looks to me like a bit of a shack house. How do I put that forward? Um, it looks to me like a bit of like a, a flat-roofed home. I'm seeing it with a flat roof. I'm seeing it with a veranda. And I'm seeing you sitting there with this dog next to you on the veranda, um, and um, I, I'm being told it's in Manitoba. That's
6: wild. <laughs> I'd have to marry a Canadian man to get, live up there, but maybe that's part of it, too.
1: <laughs>
6: well, that well, would be nice.
1: Oh. I mean, you know, I like Canadian. I love Canada, mm-hmm. so even though I've never yeah. been there, but, you know, if I can't be a queen there, then I can't be there, but, you know, hey.
6: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be right in the castle in, uh, in Montreal, <laughs> yes, yeah, the best city.
5: You got
6: it.
3: Can I, can, I ask, I like. can I ask something? Can I ask something, guys? Because I'm yes. very, I'm very, not very geographically savvy. When I go up to that area, would there be any gold mining energy up around Manitoba?
6: Um, I think what you're picking up is the last town I was in. The last town I was um, house sitting was a gold mine town.
3: Okay, I'm getting gold mining energy and I'm getting something yeah, to do with, like,
4: I mean, I you know, I'm getting,
3: I'm getting all up in the north. So I'm up, I'm up around the energy of that sort of area where there'd be gold mining or something and something about Manitoba as well. So there may be links with gold mining around that area as well. So just remember yeah. all of that. I do get the feeling of settlement more coming up in February, but that's won't you won't be settled there forever because apparently you're going to Manitoba. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! Well, oh. you do know that you'll have to invite Grant and I to wherever you are in Manitoba. <laughs> I mean, it'll be a long way
6: for him and me,
1: but we'll try to get there.
6: That is wild. Um, All right, thank you very much. Anyway, I so, ha- what, so I could ask more about why me and gold mines? Like, is it a pass? You get. Catch, I'm gonna have to mine. ask
1: that. That's probably going to be a different show. We're going to do past lives, sure. actually. But I yeah. want to get to oh, a few yeah. more
3: people before she, we have she, that. She apparently, apparently, she has lives up in the Yukon Valley. So the past life is Yukon Valley.
5: Got it.
1: Wow, wow. You know, Grant, this just remember we're talking about past lives. On, um, I'm going to have to I'm going, to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on hold, honey, because we're going to okay. talk to everyone. But um, we were doing past lives. Do you remember? We, you and I were just doing yeah. this on, I think, Instagram or, or, you know, or just us. I can't remember what we were talking about, yeah. but we do a lot of shows together. And I've told you that, and you know, we have, everybody's been asking. It's, it's, a, it's a favorite subject of a lot of people. And I feel like the next show, actually after... Um, Halloween our Halloween show going into November will should we wish we're, we're gonna do past lives unless we do it next week so it's something we've got to talk about
3: okay can I just give this last message to her I get her yeah past let life me grab
1: name. her let me okay. hello I Are get her past...
6: yes I'm here
3: I okay, get so a past life name. something to do with Mary Ann I've got the name Mary Ann But I'm also being shown a sign, and the sign is either a surname or a connection of a company name, and it's called Quincy, the name Quincy. So you'll have to do some research and find out if there was any history up in the Yukon or something to do with a company called Quincy and something. But I just feel like it was something to do with a gold mining uh, company or something where you would have links with that, and your name something to do with Marianne, uh, or Marianne. And I know that that would have been up in the Yukon.
1: Wow, that that's crazy. But I, I, you know, I do have to tell you that um, Grant was going to write a book, and actually, I think the book was going to be written about you, Grant, about you taking. Remember the gentleman that you took back into he was he was coming across a boat. Yes. I can't remember the whole story, but it was so fascinating. Somebody wanted to write a book on you because they said that they they. If I remember the story they actually um, contracted you to see where this guy's past life was and they looked up everything and they even had a go ahead I'm sorry
3: well basically that was professor Ian Bailey professor Ian Bailey was fascinated with my work and he asked about if if I did past life readings I hadn't at that time but he he'd done research and brought subjects to me and and, and was writing a book. Unfortunately, Ian suffered two very large um, strokes and he was unable to continue his work. But what Ian finally found out was is that every life that we have is is, is significant to the lives that we had in this time period. But yeah, it was it was an amazing thing that that happened with that because we registered that a lot of the energy of the past would relate to where we are in, in, in the now. So if she's been brought back there within different mining communities and what have you, that's because of her past life with the mining energy. And I believe that for her, she was very, she had either a big family that was in the mining industry back into the early 1800s. That's
1: crazy and i I, listen don't take anything grant or michael ever say for granted because you can research and actually find find names pictures dates and times so i am going to i'm going to say we're going to love you and leave you and i'm going to move to the next caller okay yeah thank you okay so i'm going to move you know we only have about and then I don't want everybody to hang up, but to let you know, we have another show every Tuesday. You know that. And in between we've got a show. I'm going to pick up the next caller real quick. We've got about four before we have to say goodbye. So it can't be real long only because we both have other things we've got to do. But Grant, um, our show is going to be on tomorrow at two o'clock, my time, and uh, seven yours, correct?
3: that's great oh yeah that is
1: great and 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 that is on instagram tomorrow you have a show i have a show on black talk it will be bringing lisa nola chelofsky the caller that was the the the, she's a psychic medium she's amazing girl we all love her she was on tuesday and no one could get on we talked for an hour and a half and she's wonderful so she will be here tomorrow to answer everyone's questions, to go over a lot of things that she couldn't. We're going to be on from 10:30 to 12, and then Grant and I will be on from 2 to 4 on Instagram. You'll be able to see us. So come over. We'll pick you up. We'd love to have you. But I'm going to pick up one more call. We have five minutes. I'm going to cut it off at 3. So a question, please, and that would be it. And that is going to be six three zero. You are on very quickly, and I'm sorry, anyone who doesn't get in, please call back either next Tuesday or join us on Instagram. So six three oh, who is speaking with?
5: Hi, thanks for taking my call. My name is Dion.
1: Dion, can you ask real quick something too? i'm gonna to let let uh, michael and and uh, Grant
6: take this real quick. Uh, i have, uh, I am looking for employment. As well. So employment. When do you see that coming through?
3: Please. Okay, right. Let's quickly go with this, Michael. Michael talks about the energy of something on a retail basis. Um, retail doesn't always mean working directly on the shop floor. So it does actually mean that there's something retail based here. Would you understand that there is something to do with that energy of where you may have worked in that that criteria before?
4: Yes. Yeah.
3: Okay, So I'm getting retail bikes, so it means there's either something to do with shop, store, energy there where I'm getting that coming back in. Now it doesn't feel like it's on the doorstep, unfortunately, but it does feel to me like I'm getting the beginning of December where I'm getting the energy of where that retail retail connection job comes in. And I know that wherever it is, it doesn't sit directly on shop floor. So it means either somewhere in the background, administration or something in that energy where you would be part of that journey, if that makes sense. Do you understand that?
4: Um, okay.
3: But don't, don't worry if, if, if you haven't done that before, Michael says, on that, on that side of things. But it means that the job is actually fulfilling. Now, the way I get it, unfortunately, is only part-time. So it means that there may only be a four-day week or a four-day four week is what I'm being told where the energy of employment comes in. So it means that you'll have a few days spare around the energy. Now, for some reason, I don't know why Michael tells me this, but that suits you better than a full-time energy. Does that make sense to you?
4: Yes, it does.
3: Because, you're, you know, four days a week would suit you. It give you enough to be able to work and be able to do the other things that's needed around your life. Is what I'm being told and that's why they're bringing it in as a part-time energy and not a full-time if that makes sense
6: yep sure
3: does so I want you to remember the beginning of December and I want to get you around somewhere I'm looking on the calendar here between the sixth and the eighth of December where that employment comes in it is only it is only short temporary short temporary means that it could be up to six to eight months with an ongoing contract depending on the energy of your ability. Does that make sense to you?
8: It sure does.
3: Well, brilliant. Well, good luck with it. It sounds like you're going to have money coming in employment by by the holidays.
4: I love it.
1: I love it. You're welcome. We hope you stop by, but you'll be too busy to tell us. But if you're only working four days, find us on one of the Instagrams or here, please. Have a great, great, great holiday season, and I'm so glad we could get to you. We have 90 seconds, and so I'm going to put everybody on hold. Please come back. We have a show every Tuesday. Next Tuesday, the whole panel will be back. We just got a great uh, day today to be able to get to everyone. And Archangel Michael was uh, the lead on this one. As, as, well, Grant and Michael, you can't separate. So, and I love that. So next week, uh, I. I'm thinking it's our Halloween show right before. It might be a week, two weeks of a Halloween show. Our panel will be back. We have Grant Collier, myself, Brenda Brand, and Kelly will pop in. We are so happy to have you all here. We love you. We want to give you messages always. We do this for a living. Please contact Grant Collier. Um, Just Google his name. He does amazing work, especially a one-on-one if you want your own reading because, man, he'll blow you away. And, of course, there's me. We work together wonderfully on Instagram, and it is so cool. We love our show, and we love it here. So please join us on Instagram, Bonnie Albers on Air, Grant Collier. You can either one just sign up for both of our shows. So that you'll get us. We're usually doing them together. And then, you know, please follow us on Blog Talk Radio. Grant is on Facebook, so am I, but he does live. He also, we are on, uh, what's the other one we're on, Grant?
3: We're on Instagram. We're on, on here, obviously, and we're, we'll be on TikTok at some point. I am on TikTok at the moment, but we'll be joining TikTok as so well. I. So keep an eye out on videos. And then once oh, yeah. we've got a 1,000 followers up, then we'll be going live on there as well. And you too, Please,
1: so. I've been up. Well, I... Please, please go to... Uh... TikTok. I'm on there. Grant's on there. We need a thousand listeners. That way we can come live and we can actually do an hour show on there. You can hear us. We are going to go hopefully by the beginning of the year on YouTube. That's going to be a banging show. So everyone and Grant, um, thank you. I'm always honored when you're here. I'm always honored to talk to Michael. My, My little curtsy is to you. Even though I've got a crown girl and guy, I am loving everything. So girls and guys out there, I am here Grant is here. Archangel Michael's here, and we love having you here. We'll see you again tomorrow, 10:30 here, and then two o'clock on Instagram. Grant, thank you so much. Michael, my uh, courtesy is to you, and I I am honored to always have you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Paula. Have a great night. Bye.